All right, welcome back everybody to another episode of the Down to Business podcast. But this really, you know, it's not just any episode. I'm not only on my IG live right now, tapping in with my Instagram followers, but my face is on the camera. I'm here. I know we dropped uh, episode 16 for the people. We dropped a visual. My camera got overheated and different things like that. But ever since then, people have really been telling me, tomorrow, you got to get into the visual space. You got to get on YouTube. You got to put your face on the camera. And so kind of just to give people just a little bit of background, really when I started this podcast in 2019, the goal was to be next to people. I really love that personal connection. I really love being able to sit across from somebody. So obviously COVID-19 had different plans for us. Here we are, you know, adjusting, adapting, making things happen. But nonetheless, people still kept telling me, tomorrow, you got to make something happen. So, you know, I put my pride to the side and here we are. I'm on camera. I'm sitting down with Yanni and I'm very excited, not only because she my first like real, I call this the transition episode because we really going from audio straight to the visual, but I'm very excited just because of our background and how we met. So Yanni was actually somebody who I met the, literally the day I graduated Syracuse University in 2019. I was taking pictures with my family. I'm not sure if she, she probably doesn't remember this, but I'm gonna give it to y'all because y'all probably don't remember. Y'all don't know it all. But so basically, yeah, I was taking pictures with my family, my uncles, uh, grandparents, dad, brother, sister, everybody. So she basically walks up to me and asks me kind of like, what did I study and different things like that, congratulated me and everything like that. So told her what I studied, what my plans were and everything like that. Literally hugged me, said, I'm, I'm so proud of you. Like, I don't even know you, but we need, you know, more black men in this space. We need more black men dedicated like you to really out here and do that. Mind you, I, I don't know who she is, but the fact that she can just do, she just basically gave me my flowers to my face. And it was just like, wow, like we connected on Instagram, literally told me like, if I need anything, let's get right to make it happen. So it was just like, wow, like for me, just putting in trench work for 13 months, just to get that from somebody who I didn't know at all. And it was just amazing to me. I was really just happy. I was really just elated. But then when I tapped in with her on social media and really saw what she did, I was just like, like, why couldn't I have met her soon? Like, this is crazy. Like, she was just almost a jack of all trades to me. So I don't want to obviously spoil too much of what she has going on. I want her to give y'all everything that she has because she has gems for days. So Yanni, how you doing today? I'm so good. I was trying to work my lives so that everyone can hear you talk so powerfully. I'm really good today. I'm excited to be here with you. I'm excited to be a part of your vision. I'm sure it's going to go places. I'm so excited to be a part of your first visual episode. I think this is going to be really incredible. And um, more than anything, I'm just happy to support. Absolutely. We love support and I'm definitely glad that you know a part of it. I love the work that you have been doing and I'm sure my followers will love it too once they figure everything out. So for everybody out there just tapping in, just new, just returning your side, my side, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and then we'll bring you on the podcast today? Sure, sure. So my name is Yanni. I'm based out of New York. I am a entrepreneur, business owner, and creative director here in New York City. I own a business, a purpose-driven business called Say by Yanni, where I create products that say something, um, particularly in the beauty and wellness space. So I currently have about two products out right now for hair. They do a few things. They deodorize your hair and nurse your hair for mutative. They also act as a chakra balancing spray, which is really important in balancing your root chakra and making sure that you're able to stay calm and energized. I often feel like people with personality disorders or folks that constantly live in the space of anger or sadness or even just feelings of being overwhelmed or anxiety. It's because they're not able to balance their root chakra. So I figured by creating a product like this, that's also an ode to our people and our hair, it'll help heal those along the way. So my whole platform is providing affirmations that help to heal those along the way. I'm working on creating a space where each bottle, we're able to give back 10% of the annual proceeds to the Safe Center. 
Center in New York, which is in conjunction with the Special Victims Unit and particularly helps those that have gone through domestic violence, domestic abuse, and particularly sexual abuse, which is something that's really near and dear to my heart. And I feel like so many people of color deal with trauma every single day. And it's something that isn't often spoken about or something that isn't often lent to therapy. So I want to support businesses that support us getting therapy. And that's the that's the whole goal of, of Say by Yanni and my platform is to just help to heal those along the way. As a creative director, I work with special events here in New York. I link influencers to brands and liquor companies, and I create a hub and a space for mental health to be discussed amongst creatives. So that's a little bit about me and what I do. And yeah. Oh, and then I guess the next thing is that I didn't mention is all of my products are vegan based. So a big part of what I do is I'm a botanist. I grow lavender here in New York. I have a lavender garden. I extract the scents myself. So everything is 100% made with love. I'm able to see that. My background is actually in green infrastructure. I worked in the government after graduating Howard University and majoring in journalism, just like you. That's why I was so excited to see you because I wanted you to know that the sky is the limit. And sometimes when you graduate, you're trying to kind of figure out like what your path is. So my path landed me in government while at Howard I was doing here. And now I have an entire company based on beauty and wellness and green infrastructure and all of those great, amazing things. So, yeah. We like, we like six minutes into the interview. We could just stop it right here. Like I I heard, I heard, and honestly, I heard enough. It's it's, it's, it's great. I know y'all see the hair. So we said a testament of products. Come on now. But just to know that not only are you such an advocate for others, but just to know that you're an advocate for just giving back to our people, just just making sure that whatever it takes to not only empower, but make sure that we're flourishing in all avenues in any aspect of our lives, whether it be business, whether it be personal, financial. That's just so important. But that's amazing to me. And it motivates me to know that, you know, the work that we're doing out here is not it's not going unseen. It's not going, you know, in grain or anything like that. Sometimes it just takes a little longer. Sometimes it takes really trudging at something. Sometimes you can't put a time limit on things. You have to realize that if you're really powerful, if you're really purposeful, if you're really goal oriented towards something, it's going to happen when it should happen and how it should happen. So I love that. So you spoke about, you know, being a botanist, you spoke about having a garden, you spoke about all these different things, you know, when it comes to cultivating your product and how it's vegan based and everything like that. So what was the process like really having to research all of this? What was the process like becoming a botanist and really, you know, having your own products and really, you know, then formulating this into some actual hair care? Yeah, so it's a little bit of a lot of things, honestly, if that makes sense. Um, It was a lot of, I've always had an interest in green infrastructure. So for two years, I worked for a company called DC Water, which deals with wastewater treatment particularly. And we were doing a project, a green infrastructure project that allowed me to work closely with farmers. While doing that project, I learned how to farm, I learned how to cultivate land, I learned about biosolids and what that means and and the, and soil and soil retention and learning how to grow products in the wintertime, which is something that really helps me now because I grow my lavender 365. So the process was two solid years of working under a farmer. I'll never forget him. He was like somebody that I worked with and he taught me so, so much. His name was Bill Brower, a really incredible person. So that was like phase one in understanding gardening, agriculture, and the things that you're able to grow. So that's like section one. Before that, I've always had an interest 
interest in here. So I did here in college. I was like known as like I had a company called Yanni Styles and yeah. I did wigs and weaves and natural hairs and all of that right. stuff. Okay. <laughs> so that was, you know, that's that's kind of how it began. And then last year during the pandemic, I started growing lavender actually to help with anxiety and um and just feelings of being overwhelmed last year and it kind of turned into me learning how to extract scents and i i had a keen interest in in wanting people of color particularly and our hairstyles to feel and smell amazing and then it went from people of color to all people i was like your favorite compliment should be oh my god your hair smells so amazing that makes me feel good, especially knowing the amount of money that we spend on our hair. It's so important for us to walk in that energy. So everything started out with definitely learning from the best. You can't go wrong with green infrastructure if you're in Washington, D.C., because there are so many plans around it. So learning from the best, having a keen interest in people, and then just going from there. It was always important to me. I remember working in fashion in New York. I always wanted to understand product placement and product design. So even in creating the bottles, I wanted to make sure that it was zero waste packaging. Everything was biodegradable from the earth. I think that's an ode to my Jamaican roots also. I wanted to make sure that everything that we were using were literally from the earth and we would feel amazing doing it. So that kind of played into it. And then testing trial and error, just kind of figuring out what scent works and what scents I really like and how to retain the smell. And with the deodorizer part, it's so sexy because it deodorizes your hair and your clothes from any foul odors, weed, cigarette smoke, food, fish. And I would cook fish a lot, especially last year during the pandemic, brain food. And I didn't want to walk around smelling like that. So it started out as like a really fun experiment and trying to see how I can extract plants and what certain plants do to this entire business that I'm really proud of. Crazy. Crazy and something that you really touched on. Uh, well, two things that you really touched on that stood out to me: having a keen interest in people. I feel like that just—I feel like you don't even—that's not even a business principle. That's not even something that you you have to just in order to be a successful business owner, entrepreneur, artist, whatever you have to. I feel like that's a skill that just—it'll take you far in life. It'll yeah. take you far in any industry, any nine to five, anything that you do. You know. So I just—I love that. And as somebody who also shares that same sentiment, I definitely—you know—I'm I'm, I'm all snaps to that. So, but something else that you touched on was really trial and error. Something that we. Talked talk about a lot on the podcast is the process. I've been had one of my, my boys, he commented, trust the process on my IG live. So what was really that process like for you? The trial and error, just doing things that worked, doing things that didn't work, trying different things on, you know, having to get reviews from people. What did that kind of, did you lose motivation at any point? Did it kind of spark something in you? What, walk me through that for so honestly, my mom, my mom was the biggest tester because she has the nose of a dog. She can smell smoke from a mile away. Yeah. So I remember like within the first, it took me two weeks to develop the first bottle. The second bottle took me a month. I had to go to Jamaica and really understand what locks needed. And I grew up with a large like line of Rasta people and folks that had locks in their hair. And I wanted to understand exactly what it needed, exactly how it should smell, its natural notes and things that, you know, that made sense. But my mom was my first original tester. I remember developing the product and maybe like every day for two weeks straight and God too, like God, thank, thank God for this so. because God really put the idea in my head and kind of told me, what I needed to use as oddly as that sounds, but that's who I got the recipe from was the Lord. I didn't, I didn't know anything outside of like, I boiled lavender one time or I smelled lavender being boiled in beer 
one time in college. And that scent always lingered in my nose. It was just so, so sexy. And I wanted to figure out how to kind of create that same thing without the beer part. And so I remember for those two weeks, I would create something and I would spray it in my braids and I would go to my mom like, hey, can you smell me? And she'd be like, yes, like you smell terrible or whatever. Or you smell like this or you smell like that. Mm -hmm. Until maybe like this, like the last day in week two, I was around so much smoke. Like I engulfed myself around smoke and then I sprayed the product and I was like, I'm going to go to her because she, if she, if there's any inkling of smoke, she'll know. And I went to her and I was like, smell me like, you know, and she was like, you smell great. And I was like, huh? I smell great. <laughs> she was like, yeah, you smell so good. I was like, no, smell my hair. Like really smell me. And she was like, you smell great. Like move from me. I was like, it smell good. So after that, I looked at my mom, I hugged her, I kissed her. I said, mom, I'm going to be a very rich woman one day. And she was like, you always say that. I said, no, mom, this is a million dollar idea. Like I've been engulfed in smoke. Like I was in a tent. I used myself as my first test dummy. And I, I could not believe that she did not smell anything. Once that happened, that gave me the faith and the belief to know that I had a product that really said something. So it started out with her. Yeah. And then after her, I just started, I had a, a whole event and I had friends come and try it out and they loved it and purchased it. And then it just kind of grew into this thing that it is now. And now I have a market space in Brooklyn where I get feedback every day. I just got a customer review today of just like how amazing the product is and how it has changed everyone's life. And originally the entire point of this was not only so that we can smell good and feel good, but for us to balance our root chakra. So I knew that by targeting that old sensory neuron in our nose, we can put people in a good place or we could put people in a bad place. You know, think about the things that you smell every day and how they make you feel. There's some sense that you could remember and you can think about, oh my God, I remember this time with my family because I smelled this food. Or you can be like, damn, I remember this time I was in an accident because I smelled this. So this spray puts you, well, Island Breeze puts you on an island. It literally just puts you on an island somewhere sexy. Amen. And liquid gold puts you in a field of fresh flowers and lavender. And it's so intoxicating and sexy. And you're just feeling, you're feeling like you're on an Arabian night somewhere. Yeah. Just you know, living your best life. Yeah. Give me the visuals. So, yeah. I heard it. The island breeze, the liquid gold. I'm feeling, ooh. I'm feeling oh, sexy. Oh, yeah, it's you know? all that. Like, yeah, but I love that. And it, it really also goes to show a lot of people, including yourself, have really come on here. And I'm, whenever we ask about, you know, beginning stages, whenever we ask about testing different things, trial and error, seeing what works, what doesn't work, they always go to family. And I love that. Yeah. There's no better support system. It's, they're going to give you the real every single time. Yeah, they're going to tell you the truth. The first few times my mom was like, this thing, come on to my face. You know, like, you smell <laughs> right. bad. And yeah. then afterwards it was... I love it. You smell amazing. I want to use this, you know? And I think so it that. also, yeah, and it gives you a different appreciation too, because it's one thing, you know, as much as I say, I, well, I say it because I mean it, but I, I love feedback. I love the fact that, you know, people can not like something that you do. I also love the fact that people can love something that you do, but sometimes it doesn't always, like when I'm telling people like, yo, I need feedback or I want this, I want that, they always go positive. I'm, I'm telling right. them like, yo, no, like just because you're my friend, you're my boy, whatever, whatever. If you check me, if you say something is not right, if you say something is wrong, you still, it, it would be selfish of me. We wouldn't really be true friends if I if I got mad at you or if I didn't improve or, or make changes or whatever. Right. It's still up to me. I'm putting the ball, you're putting the ball in my court. And all I'm asking is to just be real. It's now, but it's also one thing when you get something from friends and when you get something from 
family because you can definitely, you know, family going to give it to you. We're all uncut, whatever. Oh, yeah, especially Jamaicans. I'm telling you, they're a very tough crowd to please, okay? So if a Jamaican tells you, say, it smell good, you smell good, all right? Right now, y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. So I'm going to have to get some more Jamaicans in my life. I need that. I need that structure. I need that. Yeah, I'm going to send you a product after this so you can tell me what you think. Oh, yeah. Please, that liquid gold, y'all. Come on. Tell it, y'all. Hold on. (laughs) I got you. So, yeah. So, but I, but no, I really just love that just because it can really just shape things. It can really just, you know, shape things for the better, shape things for the worse. Not hopefully that doesn't happen, but I love having a strong support system. I think that, you know, with anything that you do with, whether you're just starting something new for the first time, whether you're entering a a different space, whether you're, you know, just going out on a limb, taking a risk, you need that support system. You need sometimes to fall back on because look, as strong, as resilient as you may be, as strong minded, as goal oriented, as just driven you may be. We fall back sometimes. Nobody's perfect. You know, you lose motivation or you get a little discouraged or something doesn't turn out the way you like it. Like I I talk about, you know, my beginning stages of the podcast and just going back and listening to some of the things and now just cringing at certain things or just like, just like, but, but for people, it was like, it was enjoyable. They loved it. They loved tapping and they loved the voice. They said it sounds good. So it's just like for sometimes for as hard as we are, it's just because we're in that industry. We're doing this. We, we know what we're doing, but for other people, you know, from the outside looking in, they may not know everything that it takes. So for them at surface, at base. They love it. They can appreciate it. They can really do that. So, you know, with really getting your product out there, with really getting things up and running, with really honing in on just caring, with wanting to be natural, wanting to care about the earth and different things like that, what have been some of really your memorable experiences, whether they be good, they be bad, but what is something that when you really think of Sebayani as a whole, as a company, as a brand, what are some things that really kind of come to your mind and have really molded you into, you know, the woman that you are today and, and to come this far in your business? That is such an amazing question, and it is it's super loaded. It's two-part for me. So the first thing that sticks out in my mind is the messages, because I'm a very spiritual woman, and I, I really believe that it's a purpose-driven business, and I'm here because of God, and without Him, I am nothing, and all of that great stuff. And I think what tapped for me was I was on my way to law school when I started this business. And then the pandemic, the pandemic hit first. I was on my way to law school. I was getting ready to take my LSAT in March of last year and the pandemic hit and our LSATs got canceled. And so when I started this, I started reading this book called the seven spiritual laws of of success, which I'm going to encourage you to read as well. And once I started reading that book at the end, they, you know, there was a question that I had to answer about what I wanted to do next. And all I kept thinking about was I wanted to create, I wanted to be a maker. I I wanted to, that's the industry that I wanted to be in. And I think for me, law was always safe. So I kind of just thought that that's what I needed to do. Or I, I knew that I wanted to get justice for people in some capacity. And I didn't understand that wellness was a way in which I can get justice for people. It's a way in which I can help others. So The first thing was realizing how these messages in a bottle, because that's what I call them. Each bottle actually has an affirmation on the back. It's something that you read every day and it's very beautiful. And I started to wonder, like, I started to realize that these messages in a bottle was important to humanity and it's something that had to come out and I have an affinity for humanity. So that was like one thing. And I, I guess like the second thing was I searched the market And I couldn't find anything like it. I particularly don't like to walk around smelling like jojoba oil. I like to smell like Cartier and Dior personally without the sulfates and the parabens. And I couldn't find anything like this at all. There's nothing like this that existed. So I created it. So I think that when it's your time, God gives you a lane that is particularly designed for you and curated for you. And in accepting that, 
you're able to live a more purpose-driven life. So I hope that that answers the questions, but yeah, I hope that answers oh, answers sure. your question. Yeah, it's just like, you know, the everybody's moment of realization, everybody's process, everybody's, you know, just that that moment is different. But I love it. I love it just because it can come from different things. It can come from, like you said, wanting to smell like the high end, the, the best of the best, but, you know, not all including the harmful chemicals and toxins and different things like that, that we read the back of the bottle. We can't even pronounce the name, but we still putting it on. We still spraying it on. I'm actually now exactly. I'm about to go check my cologne when I get to the house just to, to see what's going on now because I don't, I don't well, no, and I'm gonna send you the, the label. So, hey, right. but no, I, I love that just because, like you said, once you find that lane, it's no stopping. And once you really right. realize that, hey, I can, I love this, or this is really something that I want to do. Exactly. Or this really and you're perfect. sure of it. Like, there's no shadow of a doubt. There's no confusion. Like, there's literally just, it's your lane. So you own it. And you know that nobody's going to do it better than you. And you Come feel on it. now. You got to. And it's just like, it yeah. was crazy. I was playing back one of my episodes and I literally said like, I, sometimes I, I, it's funny. Sometimes I listen to my episodes and I'm like, Dad, did I say that for real? Did I, did I, was I really feeling it? Like, but I literally, in my, one of my previous episodes, I said, I'm the best to ever do it. And to somebody else, to maybe your first time hearing my podcast, that's the episode you click on. Who does he think he is? Like, mind you, this is towards the end of the interview. Like, it was just like, wow. Like, well, okay, well, let me, let me double back a little bit. Let me see what's going on. Like, but he's not at the top of the charts or he's not viral. He's not famous or anything like that. But for me, it's just like, it's along that manifestation line. It's along that affirmation line. It's just like, yo, you have to, it's to the point now where I have so much fun with this i literally wake up i'm just like only thing i probably say i don't have fun with but i, I still have fun with is editing but it's yeah just, the like, editing process oh my gosh yeah, it's, oh. <laughs> it is yeah. long but when it's all said and done you're definitely happy but to my point is more so like you you have to believe and adopt certain you know just ideologies and it's just like for me no that's not to say that i'm the best podcaster out here i'm you know top of the charts and everything like that that's just to say for me when i hit that start record button when that camera is on when that ig live starts i'm in a different zone i'm here i'm ready i Right. I know that, you know, for what I can bring to the people, for the questions that I have, for the insight that I have, for how I'm thinking, for where I want to go for my mission, or it's nothing like it. I'm the best to ever do it. Nobody's going to get down to business like tomorrow right. Turner. So it's just like, you have to, it's not a cocky thing. It's not a, you know, it's not just this. You have to have a, but in a sense, you have to have a certain level of cockiness to really propel yourself. It's one thing that I'm, I, I would consider myself very confident, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, like you said. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes you got to have that swag, that extra, that oomph to just, you know, pop your, pop your ish sometimes like money bag yourself. You have it's, to, it's, you it's literally really have to me. believe in that, you yep. know, like nobody's going to believe in you like how you're going to believe in you. And Come on now. And if you don't believe in your dream and your vision, then you don't got one for real. You know, you have to believe in it harder than everyone else. And I tried to, like you, I went to school for journalism. So I I listened to and have in the past, I listened to a lot of interviews. That's what motivated me. Like I would listen to a lot of Vlad interviews. I would listen to a lot of interviews from Kanye West, Jeff Bezos, Will Smith, Denzel Washington, Kerry Washington, just people that I look up to in different various industries and seeing how they started their businesses and what it was like. And the one thing and the one theme that I feel like we all had in common is we knew that it was our lane without a shadow of a doubt. So it didn't matter. It didn't matter when everything looked rocky and start. I've never been so sure about anything in my life like I am about my business. Like say Bayani is going to be a household name. Like it's just going to be. Yo, that's so I don't, yeah, I, I've never been so sure about anything. Yeah. And I think that's if you are unsure about something, maybe it's not for you. But when you are confident that this is where you're supposed to be, 
no one can steer you wrong, you yeah. know, even if it takes 10 years. And trust me, it's not going to take that long. The formula is one and a half years of doing something every single day towards your business. You're going to make it one and a half years, just every single day. Kanye West said it a few years ago. And I thought he was kidding at the time, but now I understand. Yeah. It's one and a half years. You can dedicate one and a half years to building your dream every single day, whatever that looks like. You will make it yeah. if it's for you. And you it's will. crazy to hear that just because while I'm celebrating two years in November. I, I know. That's why I'm like, that. oh, this is great. Yeah, I'm excited. But I can. But even just in looking back now, and something that I even posted on my Instagram story was that a lot of what you post, and I'm actually going to get into that too, a lot of what you've posted from the affirmations to just, you know, your own messages to just the clubhouse talks that you do with your best friend to all of that. It speaks to me so much and I feel like it needs to. But with that being said, I'm about to celebrate two years. But now that I really think and now that I really be honest, not only with myself, with you, with my followers, with everybody, you know, tuning in, I haven't dedicated. And I, I would say I have not dedicated the word dedicated. Yes. One and a half years to my business. I have not. I can definitely be honest and transparent and say that, yes. that I've definitely been inconsistent. I've definitely made excuses. I've definitely transitioned. Right. I've changed states. I've definitely made excuses. I've definitely been discouraged, lost motivation, not felt like recording, right. postponed things and different things right. like that. But I can definitely say that I will. It's no turning back that I don't care how many plays an episode gets. I don't care if the plays are decreasing. I don't care if you know right. nobody wants to participate in my giveaway. I don't care if nobody watches the YouTube videos. I'm going to do it for this is my lane. I'm, you should have seen me in here warming up like I, and I call it a warm up just because like I don't know why but I'm in here listening to music I'm in here like let's go like football game like no lie I'm, not, I'm really not yeah I was in here that's like, how you have yeah, to like, that is literally it. how you have to feel and I'm with you on that like once I started like I'm I'm a year old now since July I'm a year old and already I've been able to see an increase in my profit margin. I've been able to see just like so many different opportunities coming my way. Like I said, I have a market space now in Brooklyn that I attend every single weekend. I've been able to travel across the country selling products. I have customers from all over the world. It's just been great. And that came with just dedication. But I never felt I never felt like I could dedicate myself to something like how I feel now. So again, it's just having that realization that this is for you. Because once it's for you, you're going to want to do it every day like yeah. i do say by yanni stuff in my sleep yeah i literally start reading articles about lavender at 3 a.m in the morning like oh maybe i should switch like fertilizers today or like maybe i should dry it this way or you know i start to get really geeked up about stuff like that i have a list of all of the pop-ups that i want to do across the country and just screenshots everything in me every day is say by yanni say by yanni business 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 the affirmations that's all God. That's like all, that's all natural. I need, I personally needed those affirmations to continue. I needed it. So it was a part, it was healing for me. And in that it was healing for other people. And it's crazy that, you know, while he was speaking to you, you were speaking to other people and essentially yes. he was hitting us off. Yeah. So it's just like, that's yeah. it goes to divine time. And like, you know, God knows when certain messages need to be communicated. God knows when certain people need to hear certain things. And that's not to say that, you know, sometimes we may not always be coming to him. We may not always see the signs. We may not always be praying or be tapping in spiritually like the way we could. But the fact that I can get on Instagram, see a prayer, see a post, see something like that. I'm just exactly. like, wow. That's and that's who I want to be. That is who I want to be. And the minute I decided that that's who I want to be for the rest of my life, everything else just kind of made sense. Yeah. I remember 
before the pandemic, I had went to Dubai and it was for my 20th birthday. And I said to myself, I prayed in this random mosque in a random desert. And in Dubai, the mosque that I went to, it was ran by the workers that was there. So while my friends were like trying to figure out how to jump on camels and, you know, waiting for the show that was going to start the belly dancing show and the stuff, I had found these workers that were just selling corn. And I was like, I want to pray. And they were like, you want to pray? And I was like, yeah, I want to pray. And before I could even think of anything, I've never prayed in a mosque before. I'm a Christian woman. I sat down and the guys kneeled and washed my feet. And that's not something that happens in Dubai. That is not a norm for a man to kneel to you, one, and for you to find water in the desert. That's really hard. They actually give you water in these boxes and it's not water. It's like everything else but water. And so... Once that happened, I I went into the mosque. I prayed. It was the most powerful prayer I ever felt in my life. And I came out. I felt, I literally felt the ground move from underneath me. And I came out and in my head, it was like, yo. And I'm looking at my friends. I'm like, yo, like God stopped the world for me. And that was my first message for Sebayani was God stopped the world for me. This was before we knew the pandemic was going to hit. This was before New York shut down. I was in Dubai living my best life. Came back to New York with two weeks left before the pandemic, you know, hit and everything else shut down. And at first it just, it was like affirmations. It just, they just kept flowing. I didn't know what else to do with them, but provide a space where people could feel happy. And then to where I am now, I realized like when God stops the world for you, you do something about it. You don't just let the world stop and you sit down like twiddling your thumbs. Like if it's your time, you move in that energy. You move so swiftly in that energy. You want to, you feel elated about it. Like it's it's a big deal when God stops the world for you. And he did it for all of us. So I'm so grateful and I'm so excited to share everything that I've been learning and just meditating on, you know, gotcha. since that little time in Dubai at that mm-hmm. little mosque in you know, a random desert. It was yeah, so amazing. I love that. And sometimes it's really the, the least expected moments, the most unexpected oh, yeah. times. Like you said, those random things where it's just like, wow, you really think about it. There's a bigger picture here. There's a bigger message here. And sometimes it takes, sometimes you may not even realize it in the moment. Sometimes it takes something else happening for you to appreciate something, right. maybe like a flashback or something like that. So just hearing that, I love every bit of that. But something that, that really, something that I really commend you for is just the your way with words. Like people kind of, people say to me like, yo, you're kind of, one of my favorite words is eloquent. So I love that word. Like I love, yes. I've told you that <laughs> before. And that, it just, my, my eyes were seeing stars, like just because I was like, I really love like that word and things like that. But that goes to really say that, you know, you're really good with your words. How you? It was at one point like clockwork, no lie. I would get on IG. Your page was at the top every time with the quote, with the quote of the day. And then you started adding, you know, your voice over it, reading. I'm just like, yeah, I need to see this every morning. Like, and even some mornings, it was my morning. See, now you're motivating me to bring that back. <laughs> I mean, between me, she shouldn't stop it, y'all. But, what I'm a, but no, for truly, like, it was just like, sometimes that even gave me my reminder to pray because I'm not going to lie. Like I'm not, I'm not about to sugarcoat nothing for anybody. There's mornings yeah. where I definitely used to wake up and the first thing I'm grabbing is what myself. I'm not even, you know, right. I'm breathing. Yeah. I can, I can move my arms to grab my phone. I'm, my eyes are open. I can breathe. I can scroll, but I'm not even thanking God. You know, I'm not even here. Right. And that was really a lot of yeah. my, I post thank you God every day on my IG story, every single day, different emoji, different. Sometimes it's based off my mood. Sometimes I'm just, it's random. But for me, it's just like, I would not be here. I would not be doing anything that I'm doing without. Yes, Same. I can be. I can be me. I can be tomorrow all day long. I can be eloquent. I can a good podcast. I can be the best to ever do it. I can be sitting down here with you. I'm nothing without my Lord and Savior. Like that's that's how I feel. Ultimate. Yeah. So yeah. I, like clockwork. Like I said, I will literally get on. 
and see an affirmation. And they, I would just be like, it would be deep. Sometimes I screenshot them. Sometimes I sent them to other people. Sometimes I even reposted them to my story. So my question to you really is what, like, what does that do for you? What do, what do affirmations, what do manifestations, like, how does that, like, how do you really formulate a lot of this? Like, do you wake up? Is something just on your mind? Do you just feel led in a certain direction? Is it just kind of the first, are you reading anything that kind of like motivates you? Is it a little bit of everything? How do these affirmations that are now in these bottles that are now on your page that are now just out there for the people to bask in, how do they all come about? So I don't read anything. For the for four years before I started Say Bayani, I purposely didn't follow any affirmation pages. I actually stopped reading books. And that's hard for me because I love to read. But during that time, I was writing a book and you guys will learn more about it soon. Okay. All right. <laughs> but I didn't want to read anything that came from anyone else because I wanted it to come from my authentic self. But I remember starting therapy five years ago and I started this series. I just started writing. They just started coming to me and I started this series called Yanni Says four years ago. And I started getting a lot of traction. People would reach out to me like, I love what you're saying. I even got written up through the Huffington Post because of it. And I always knew that that was a part of my destiny. I always knew that written words were a part of my destiny, but it came from what I needed from myself. I think that the words that you tell yourself are most important to how you live your life and how you lead. If you tell yourself that you're ugly every day, you'll believe it. If you tell yourself you're beautiful every day, you'll believe it. If you tell yourself you're strong-minded every day, you'll believe it. So I wanted people to begin to believe in themselves again. And I needed to believe in myself again for all the things that I was trying to do. So affirmations for me became personal. It became a part of my mirror work. And as I started to reflect in therapy on all the things that I went through, it just cured my writer's block and it made me want to express myself more. So I went through a phase where I just started writing everything. And then 2020, I went through a phase where I started believing everything that I wrote. <laughs> so I literally just started, it was that mindset shift. Like I believed everything that I wrote. And once I tapped into the miracle zone or the belief zone, yeah. that's when everything started popping off for me. That's when everything started growing. And people started to look at my words as art. And I started to frame my words and sell my words. And it just became this thing that it is now and this thing that it's growing into. But it begins with self. It begins with self. That's a perspective for sure. And it's, a, it's really, it hits a little different for me because I was somebody who when the affirmations and manifestations and just the utilization of these words and these terms were not things that were always popular. So for me, when I started right. seeing people like throwing the word, because at some point I really felt like people were throwing this word around. People were just saying it just to say it. We're saying this and saying it. So for me, I really thought we were just going through another phase. It's not to say that I was shunning people out, not to say that I wasn't agreeing with you. Because like I said, I was reposting what you had going on. I was agreeing with it. I was even probably reacting to it and things of that nature. But for me, I just thought these were, look, at the end of the day, I feel like if it's just going to happen, it's going to happen. If it's not, it's not. Things like things of that nature. But once I really started to hone in, because I'm definitely some, I'm a don't knock it till you try it type of person. So right. somebody literally told me, yo, well, why don't you, you know, start positively affirming things? Why don't you start just speaking just things into the universe? Just, you know, speaking like that, man. Everything I'm a boy. I swear it's just it was just like wow like you know it was just when your mind is not right everything is off like people don't yeah. people really don't realize that your physical health yeah. is off your spiritual health is off if your mind not right your finances might not even be right you can't that's you know, why that's why I take mental health so seriously mm -hmm. like it is what we need as a people you can't get to the space of talking to yourself positively if you haven't spoken about those negative things yeah. 
you have like therapy is important. If you've gone through any kind of trauma, therapy is important. And so going to therapy helped me to unlock a lot of things. That's what changed my life, you know? And then, and because I went to therapy, I was able to grow closer to God. Because I grew closer to God, I was able to create a business. Because I'm able to create a business, now I can help people. There are steps that we have to take as makers, as creatives. There's this um, this sermon that I love. The preacher of Transformation Church said it. And he was like, you have to become a minister in your field. So if you're a doctor, be a minister of that field. For me, I'm a maker. I'm a botanist. I'm a creative director. I'm a founder. I have to be a minister in that field. I have to, and in order for you to minister, you have to first administer something to yourself so that you can give off that radiant light. You can give off that radiant love. Everything that I do is created by love. But I wouldn't be able to give it if I didn't have it for myself, you know? And that's where self-love becomes so pivotal. If you really, truly, truly in love with yourself and you in love with what you're doing, it comes out of your hormones as a woman. It comes out of your your face. It, it's something that you cannot help but be excited about, you know? And I want to encourage people to really just hone in on the level of self where you really, really feel in love with you. Yeah. Hone into that part. Talk Everything good. else, all the negative stuff, ah, toss that shit. Oh, good. Toss it out. Yeah. So like, yeah. Yeah, once I really, but once I really just focused on that, like you said, honed in, I, she dropped a gem. In order to be a minister, you have to administer. Yo. <laughs> Yeah, I'm about to add that to the collection, y'all. I'm still That's true. Yanni says, just in order to minister, you do. You have to administer first yeah. to you. And you got to take your own dosage. Yeah, and I love that. And it's just because it's you have to, it's almost like an accountability type. Or it's almost just right. realize, like like you said, it's all processed a certain type of way. You can't just, you know, skip, cut, and jump and take shortcuts and turns here. Right. It's like you have to go through things. It's going to be rocky. It's going to be rough. It's going to be, you know, patches and things like that. But the other side, when you get to really where you want to be, when you get to those elevated levels and heights, it's beautiful. It's surreal. So now just looking at you, just thinking about, you know, reaching new heights, reaching new levels, just trying to move about in different ways. What does the future really look like to say, Bayani? Like you said, we talked about the marketplace. You teased the book. You tease these sexy products that you got for us. So like you tease, you know, just just different things and, and where you are in life right now. And, and even just amidst the pandemic and everything that we have going on, what really do you want to do else moving forward? Is there anything you want to knock off the list? Is there any like goals that you have that you're just ready to check mark off? Or can you um, give us a couple more teasers? Like what's up? What's going on on your end? Yeah. So the trajectory for my business is it's going to be a household name. So one day Say Bayani is going to be as big as Coca-Cola mm. or bigger. That's literally the trajectory for my business. So I'll tell you what I'm working on right now this year. So this year, my goal is to drop our e-commerce website because with all the accolades and everything that we've done, we've just been literally doing pop-ups across the country. So now it's time to move from e-commerce. We've already gotten the direct-to-consumer feel. We've gotten all the feedback. We've done the reviews. We've done the incubators. We've done the influencer events. We've done all of those great, amazing things. We've sold over 300 products already, just being, you know, just literally being us. So now it's time to move e-commerce and you guys should see that really, really soon. So within the next two weeks, right. we're going to be live and direct to, e you know, direct to e-commerce being sold in three stores before the year is up. So that's another thing that we're going to 
we're going to be doing is we're scaling up into three stores and then ultimately i want to create a space i can't talk about that too much right. but ultimately i want to create a space where you can find all the products you can find all of my my books and you can find all the books from authors that are just like me yeah so and i kind of want to create that space all over the world so i want to have spaces like this particular space all over the world and so that's his trajectory i love it I love it. And especially being as somebody, I was uh, somebody born in the Bronx and somebody who a lot of my family is all throughout between, you know, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens. I definitely want to not only tap in with them, obviously go visit them and see things like that, but I want to tap them in with you. And particularly yes, like my I would love that. Because I, I feel like y'all could, y'all could definitely connect well. So I'm going to reach out to him and we definitely going to be in touch for sure. So, you know, before we get into the social media aspect, before we tell everybody where they can tap in with you, you think about your business. You think about everything that you've been doing. You think about four years ago when you really started with your affirmations and everything like that. You think about where you are right now. You think about even what's to come. What has this experience as a whole really taught you about yourself, about, you know, just life in general, just about about anything? What has that, what would you say just, and I'm honestly, it might even be hard to put in a one word, one sentence or one phrase, but you might have a few takeaways, but you think about everything that you have gone through since you really, like you said, you walked in your purpose, you embraced what God had for you when he stopped the world. What has that really taught you to this day? It taught me that I'm resilient. It taught me that I really can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Well, that's what I think about. I've gone through a lot in my life. And to be able to get to this place now where I'm still standing means a lot. And I'll give you one of my affirmations that I keep really close to my heart. Give my pen. Hold on. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. So this is the affirmation that I keep really close to my heart. And this is really just like the track or the CD or the playlist title for the rest of my life. I have died at the hands of my own life experiences. And yet I am still here. Nothing but God. Hashtag Yanni says. And I, I really mean that. I feel like because I've gone through so much and I'm still here, I feel I know that I'm here for a reason. I feel that. And so because I know that I'm here for a reason, I'm going to produce while I'm here. I'm going to create while I'm here. I feel free. I feel grateful, but definitely I am I am probably one of the most resilient women you'll ever meet. More now. Talk that. And it's I love that you I feel like sometimes God places these questions on my heart just because it's, it's my own. Oh, it's always. You're so you're so good. I can't wait to see you. Oh, I, appreciate you know. it. I appreciate it. I can't wait to see where this is going to go. You are such a great journalist. Sure. It's I, amazing. I definitely do. Um, That means a lot, especially coming from you and, and just, you know, all the feedback and just I owe it to a lot of people on this live. I owe it to, you know, Yanni sitting across from me. I owe it to the man above for sure, for sure. But something that you really said, I love that. I've died at the hands of my own life experiences that I'm still here. And that really yeah. reminds me of a message that I communicated to somebody yesterday. And she was just going through a lot of tough times and just really questioning, you know, why is this all happening? How am I still, you know, do this all? How am I still making it happen? How am I still functioning? How am I still float? And I told him, I told her, I said, you know, this may sound cliche first and foremost, but God gives the the toughest battles to the strongest soldiers. You know, he's never, always, he's already always. figured out everything. It's already yeah. destined. So he already yeah. knew that you were going to overcome this. He already knew that you were going to question this. He already knew that, you know, you were going to lose motivation. But what he also knew, it wasn't going to break you. He knew that you were going to rebound from it. He knows that you're going to come back 10 times harder. He knows that when you come back 10 times harder, you're going to look at him like, Man, you did it again. You did it. You, you, you sneaky, man. You do it all the time. Like you make it happen. That really just goes to show you. Right. Know, it's already all figured out. Whether it makes it's, it's so many things in my life that have happened that don't make sense that I still question to this day. That that made that I may leave this earth today or tomorrow, 
and it's unanswered for me. But you know, I'm saying I'm okay with the fact that it's all a part of the plan. It's all a part of the process. I would not be here without it. I needed that experience. It may not have been something right. that I like. It may not have been something that I agree with. It may not have been something that, you know, I would have woken up and, and wished on, you know, my best friend or my worst enemy or something like that. Right. But for tomorrow, I needed to do that. I needed to go through exactly. that. I needed to, I needed it to break me. I needed to forward. I needed to, you know, hold myself accountable more. I needed to take more responsibility. I needed to be checked on here by Yanni. I needed my IG followers yeah. to get me right. I needed the podcast views to get lower. Why? So I can work harder. I needed people, you know, to not tap in and leave reviews and vote on the polls and different things like that. I needed people not to be on the IG live. I needed people to, you know, cancel things and stuff. Like that. I needed all of that because at the end of the day, why? It's just it's just adding different things to me, different elements to me. Adding different layers to me. You know who I yes. am. So I told her, I said, look, all of this is really just building you up because at the end of the day, look, you listening to this message. At the end of the day, you posting that post because you're still here because you already figured it out because he knew that no matter what he threw at you, you was going to come out on the other side victorious for sure, for sure. So I want to let everybody know where they can tap in with you at and everything like that. So we'll do that at the end. But right before we close out, can you, do you feel like there's anything, you know, that we haven't touched on today? Any message that you want to leave for the people, anything just about life, just about you, just about say by Yanni, just anything, you know, that you want to kind of like your last words in a sense? Yeah, I think um, what's on my heart last, and I'm going to leave with an affirmation because that's just true Yanni fashion. When I moved to New York, the first affirmation that came to my mind was, Freedom stems from a limitless mindset, not a controlling one. In order to control anything, you must first give up all things. And sometimes we try to hold on to all this stuff, but your new life can't come with all the baggage of your old one. So lighten the load in your life. And I don't know who I'm speaking to, and I hope that I'm reaching somebody. But lighten the load in your life so that you can move into that new world, because that new world requires nothing but self. Sometimes we hold on to uh, materialistic things and we think that we have to carry it into our new world. Or we hold on to friendships that are stale and we feel like we need to carry that into our new world. Or family members that no longer make us feel happy and we feel like we have to carry that into our new world. I'm here to say your new world requires self and your relationship with God. That's what your new world requires. That's it. That's the only requirement. So freedom, again, stands from a limitless mindset, not a controlling one. In order to do anything, you must first give up all things. And if you're able to do that, it's no telling where God is going to take you. So that's all I got to say. <laughs> Dog, like she done. Yeah, she started with the fire, ended with the fire. I'm... I'm excited. My IG followers are going crazy. They definitely are, have been resonating. Hey, y'all. <laughs> definitely showing y'all love. So um, I definitely want to thank you. And this is for Yanni, y'all. We definitely making it happen here. But hey, I, guys. Yeah, I definitely, you know, want to thank you. I want to thank you for everything that you were doing indirectly. You didn't even realize that. I want to thank you for those reposts and things that you were saying and affirmations that you were making and that you had. And just, you know, how God was not only speaking to you, it was something that you needed to accept. But as a result of your acceptance, you opened it up for somebody else like myself, like my followers or just different things like that. So I appreciate you wholeheartedly. Like I said, I'm definitely excited not only to tap in on the NY side of things, but I'm excited for everything that you got coming from the book to products. I'm definitely get you some down to business stuff for sure yes yeah, so i'm gonna send you some sprays so oh yes yeah, it's the first thing smoking when, right. I, when i get home and everything but i really do appreciate everything i appreciate you know my followers for tapping and i appreciate you for really taking the time to come on here and just give us value really just speak to us really just and it's everything from the heart it's nothing you know just out of a different malice or different intention yeah. or you know for somebody or anything like that this is really just who you are wake up and really just live in you and your purpose so right. my followers out there for you know people tapping in who are going to hear this who may just be joining from different 
different avenues and stuff like that. Can you just tell us everywhere that they can find you if they wanted to, you know, utilize your services, get some affirmations and things like that? Absolutely. Absolutely. So they can find me at Yanni Does, Y-A-N-I-D-O-E-S on Instagram, or if they want to just t- tap into the affirmations, but I'm pretty fun. My personal page is, is super dope. You know, you follow me. Um, say by Yanni, S-A-Y-B-Y-Y-A-N-I. Say by Yanni means statements all year by Yanni. So I'll be giving you that all year. Definitely tap in with me there. If you guys want to purchase a spray after hearing a little bit about what it does and all of that great stuff, feel free to tap in with me via the Instagram or www.saybayani.co. That's the email. You guys can reach out to me there. Let me know what you think about today's today's interview. And then lastly, on YouTube. Say by Yanni. The YouTube is just Say by Yanni. If you guys go to my link tree in my Instagram page, you can find all of these things. It's all listed and easy for you to remember. And just tap in with me, follow, support. I'm grateful for your audience. Thank you so much. And please tag me in this so I can yeah. repost it and tag you. Yeah, I'm a, uh, I, yeah, because I'm gonna actually share this IG live like to my page and stuff like that. And so I'm, post, I'm gonna just the, repost it so yeah. everyone can see. And I pin the comment and stuff, so yeah, so it'd be good. But yeah, like I said, from from the bottom, from me to you, I appreciate. I thank you. You know, I'm glad that you were able to get on here 100 percent that everything is good, that, you know, we were able to knock this out. I really think that not only did you speak to me tonight, but I think you spoke to a lot of people on this live. And it's definitely shown by the comments, by the feedback, by just people who were joining. They don't join my live. No, over time. I'm going to call y'all out. No, I'm just playing. Y'all, y'all definitely do be showing love and tapping in. So, no, I love everybody, you know, who's on here, who's contributed in a way, who really just keeps me going. Even if you're not on here, I still love you just because you're making it happen one way or another. You're making, you doing what it do. So, like she said, say bye, Yanni, on everything. We're going to keep it simple. I'm going to make sure that I tag her, that I show the Word. love, and that when we officially Tag me. Her. Tag the personal. Tag yeah. the business. Tap it's in. Gonna be, it's this going to be that. one of the ones. So, like I said, as I feel like that, I stated at the beginning, I called this the transition episode. And I really feel like that this not only was for the down to business podcast, but it was for everybody. This should be the time where you know you really take and shift to a much needed trend. There's a transition in you that may be needed in your life right now. There may just be something that, you know, Yanni said today that you wrote down, or there may be something when you tap in with her page or get a spray bottle and read the message. I needed that or something like that. So let's all, you know, let's really realize when it's time to transition, when it's really time to, you know, elevate to different, to new levels, to new heights, to really, like she said, walk in that purpose. Really realize when the world is stopping and when it's really time for you to hone in. So to everybody out there, to Yanni, thank you. This has been another episode of the Down to Business Podcast here with Tamar Turner.